You're listening to The Faro Podcast Starring Todd Perry Zero one Charles Gatunga Minor And that's Charles Gatunga Minor with an R Buck Perez I'll, I'll do the taxi driver thing I won't say anything except you talking to me Are you talking to me? I'm the only one here and from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, Jeff Harmatz. Well, you gotta put the roofie in the jello pudding pop. Oh, no. And then take a photo of her snatch with a Kodak camera. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Faro Podcast. My name is Todd Payer. To the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how we doing? Doing good, Buck. Oh. And to the left, coming back, uh, one of the major returning... Uh, rotating gang of Cigar Store Indians. He was on the last batch of shows uh, we did. The great uh, comic book artist, Jeff Harmatz. Hello, Todd. Oh. Hello, Hello Jeff. Buck. Hello. I'm not going to look you in the eye. All you right. To- you told me not to, so I'm going to look away. <laughs> He's wearing fatigues, and he told me not to look him in the eye before the show. That's all Don't I'm fuck with me, Buck. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. He, he I'm not going to look him in the eye. He does kind of look like a non-vet today, Jeff. You have a, you have a certain... Uh, <laughs> you've got one of those, yeah. like... Born on the 4th of July look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you got that Ron Kovic. Ronnie Kovic, yeah. yeah. I don't know who that is, but uh, the Vietnam era is before my time. Did I ever tell my Ron Kovic story? No. <laughs> well, everybody's got a Ron yeah, Kovic. I was going to say, yeah. So Ron, a diamond dozen. Uh, Tom Cruise played him in Born on the 4th of July, right? Okay, and yes. He, he was a famous uh, a- anti-war protester after he came back from uh, Vietnam in the, you know, in the maybe early 70s. He came back or late 60s. Tom Cruise, that's uh, Katie Holmes' husband, right? Uh, yes. Mr. Holmes. Yes. Uh, no, John Travolta's husband. No, wait, the other Scientologist. Wait. L. Ron Hubbard's chosen... The Jesus Christ of Sci- Scientology, basically. What's weird is Juliet Lewis is a Scientologist, right? Yeah, and yeah. She's the coolest person on earth. Why is she a Scientologist? Well, maybe they got her. Cool. Beck. Beck's a Scientologist. Really? I thought oh, it was yeah. just ironically a Scientologist. He's no. like actually a Scientologist. He was born into it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So when I was working at uh, Sears uh, selling fridges back in the day, mm. uh, when someone sold a floor model, like one of the ones off the floor, like, you know, we give a, like a little discount on them or whatever, what, what, what you do is you'd have to attach the receipt to it so the other people wouldn't sell it. You know, because the guy would come pick it up three days later. We deliver it later, so it would hang out on the sales floor. We don't want to sell the same item five times. So I'm looking around and I see, oh, okay, they've sold the Amana bottom freezer. You know, uh, twenty five point five cubic feet. Okay. Man of Honor freezer. Uh, Amana. Amana Honor. Um, Amana is an OEM of Maytag, actually. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they they sold it. So I was looking and I just I just kind of looked at the information on there and it said sold to Ron Kovic in Redondo Beach, California. And I was like, good God. Whoa, that's the dude from what? Shit. So I go over to the sales guy who sold it because like his you know employee numbers on there. I'm like Ed, my my good buddy Eddie Wade, and I'm like Ed, uh, you sold a refrigerator to Ron Kovic, and he's like, mm, yeah, I sold that bottom freezer, and I was like, was he in a wheelchair? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in a wheelchair. How'd you know? Amazing. <laughs> yeah. He was like, did you work with him before? Did he come in and work with you? And I stole your sale or something? No, no. I said, no, no, no. That's the guy from Born on the 4th of July. He's like, yeah. oh, shit. That was the guy from Born on the 4th of July or whatever. And yeah, no idea. But evidently the guy, uh, guy's got an Amanda And that's a Ron Kovic story? Like, that's not really his story. That's a pretty good story. Well, now we know that he can keep his popsicles from melting in the 4th of July. That's still like, that's in the degrees of Kevin Bacon. That's still like five or six away, you know? I'm not saying I'm his best friend. Yeah. I'm not saying we go and protest shit together. You didn't see him? I'm not saying I change his catheter. 
All right. <laughs> you saw something with his name on it. I yeah. saw something with his name on it. <laughs> awesome. And the catheter joke, by the way, people are sensitive. That he, he, there's a big catheter scene in Born on the Fourth of July. Okay. He's an American hero. Okay. Not really selling this movie to me. All right. It was funny. My dad. Uh, this is what late '80s, early '90s. He probably just got a job working for the VA at that time. Mm-hmm. And I remember he was violently like yelling at the screen when they were showing bad stuff about the VA and in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just like, why is my dad yelling right now? What the mm-hmm. fuck? That's bullshit. <laughs> he was pissed off at a movie screen. Yeah, that's not how it goes. Yeah, well, it's, that's what he was saying because there was like a rat in the in the uh, hospital room and shit like that. Oh. Like, oh, it's bullshit. They would never do that. Oh. We killed all the rats. We stabbed away. We had decon in there. Yeah, we had we had decon and as well as um uh. Oh shit! Man, Agent going? Orange is that a yeah, thing? I was going for yeah. Okay. I was, thank you. I was going that way with it. Thanks for getting my back there, Jeff. Uh, yeah. So that's my Ron Kovic story. So anyway, we were off for a couple weeks because it was the holidays, and fuck it, we take some time off. Uh, some people uh, were saying they missed us doing "Oh shit, it's Christmas," which we do every year. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't do our jingle. So I feel bad because the people were asking. I think yeah. there's at least one guy that's that's aching for it. So yeah, people. Were, so sorry, we can't. We, we're not going to, next year, so it'll be like, when it comes, people are really going to be like, oh, shit, it's Christmas. You know, they're going to be really excited about it. So, uh, we didn't do that. I uh, took a little time off, and on the 22nd, I went to Oakland, California with Oscar, who's on the show a lot, then met up with Mark Chambers. Nice. Mark Chambers from uh, this show in uh, Low Budget FM. Uh, met him up there, went to a Raider game. Had a very good time for a, a victory over the Buffalo Bills. So, I, you know, I've had a good time, and everybody have a good uh, holiday, but, you know. Yeah, sure. Uh, pretty quiet one. Working a lot on the truck lately. Okay. Know? Tough nights on the truck. It's not like Chef, like I said before. And how can listeners in the LA area, if they want to find you, is there like a Twitter they can go to so they can like meet up and just say what's up to you while you're selling shit off the truck? Sure. Rolling Lobster Twitter handle. Is yeah. that like rolling N with an apostrophe R- at the end? No, no apostrophe. R-O-L-L. <clears throat> I hate hyping myself here. R-O-L-L-N Lobster. I-N or R-O-L-L-N? N, just N. R-O-L-L-N. Like Roland. Like, okay. There's a lot of Roland like, trucks out there. Actually. And Lobster with an A or an E-R? E-R. Okay. See, that's where we went wrong with it. We should have done But uh, there's Roland Ribs. There's another Roland truck. So when we're paired next to them, it, it looks pretty funny. You know, I got a business idea for you, Buck. Yeah. How about this? How about capitalize on the Clippers and call it Lob City? Ah. You know what I'm saying? That's not bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But see, I hate the Clips. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I know. I know. You should. But uh, no, we're not going to rebrand just yet. Okay. We're going. Uh, Jeff, what, have you been, what were you doing over the last couple of weeks? I've been driving a lot of Uber. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, making some extra dough on the side. In, uh, in your in your fatigues? No, I try not to wear the fatigues. <laughs> I think that's kind of frightening. It's off-putting. Yeah, I would be frightened if I saw you in right. the Kovic uh, the- look. <laughs> sitting there like, I, I, I would... I would figure that you, you had a chance at maybe getting a little PTSD on everybody with yeah. that jacket on. Mm. I'd like to clarify for the listeners, I'm not fully in fatigues. I'm just wearing a <laughs> camouflage jacket that's but, pretty warm. But he warm. does have the shit kicker boots on. Mm. He's about to, no, I'm just making it. Oh, okay. So, uh, okay, so I, here's my question, and nobody gives me a fucking straight answer on this. Mm-hmm. I've asked like nine people this, and nobody, you know what I'm saying? You, you ever have those questions you ask a bunch of times, and no one, and you're like, uh, just spit it the fuck out. So what's the cut? on an Uber when you pick up somebody. Let's say, no. say a $12 fare. Say mm-hmm. I'm going from here to uh, fucking, I don't, I don't know, Seal Beach. What, okay. What's, what's the... 
I, on a twelve dollar ride, I'd probably make ten dollars. I'm not a hundred percent sure. You make ten but, of it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, most of it. Wow. We really? just take a small cut. They got so many guys out there. Even that small cut, and I think that's a pretty big cut myself, actually. I, I would figure, I would be like, if you got half, that would be oh, you no, know, it's worth substantially your... more than half. And then you got to pay for your gas. Yeah, I'm paying for gas. I'm upkeeping the car, uh, car washing, things like that. You got to keep things clean. You ever mm. have to clean any uh, male protein out of the backseat? Thankfully, no. Uh, no protein, no puke. I did. Uh, if you guys are familiar with when you're going southbound on the 5 and yeah. it turns into the 110, it's mm-hmm. a very windy little kind of on-ramp thing. Yeah, the Royal Seiko up freeway. Yeah. Um, I did have to pull over onto that very narrow, very terrifying off-ramp so uh, three girls could get out and puke on the side of the road. You're talking about where the truckers pull over? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah but it's not a trucker would not pull over here. It's not really <laughs> enough room for a truck. It's yeah. barely enough room for a small Japanese for, automobile. For, for a small Japanese girl to puke. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh. Were, the, were these girls cute? Um, they seemed pretty young. Uh, they were puking at 9.30, so that oh. probably means they're a little yeah. too young. That's before. lightweight. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and uh, do you ever have a moment where you're like, hey, maybe one of you guys wants to ride in the front seat and make this Uber ride free? Oh, boy. I would not do that. I'm a happily relationshiped up gentleman. Um, I can imagine people do that. I know that there's a lot of sexual assault on these things, not to bring the show down, but I don't want to be is that when- anywhere near the sexual assault end of the spectrum. Can I just say something? Just seeing you in your fatigues right now, I'm inspired. Have you seen Taxi Driver? Of course. Like, absolutely. <laughs> you might want to do that look. Just, when you when you're picking up people in the Uber, did he like, have the, shave uh, the, shave the yeah, did shave he have the, the stash though? I want to keep the stash. No, okay, it was shaved. <laughs> Aviator glasses. Yeah. All right. Now, is there a, is there a place where there's a bunch of? Because I, I would like this if I was a cab driver, where like all the cab drivers meet up, kind of like cops, and they have nothing to do, so they just sit around and like shoot the shit. No, nothing like talk that. Talk politics, talk yeah. shop. Like, oh man, you know, the other day I had some, I had some fucking kid get in this car the other day, and uh, he he tried to pay with quarters. You get me, that? He paid with quarters. You know, do you have situations like that? Unfortunately, no. I think all the Uber drivers hate each other. I've never really encountered any, but wow. I think you can see where everybody is on the map, and I think maybe people are trying to like run each other off the road. You don't drive by each other? Thumbs up? No, no, no. <laughs> you want to get to the area where there's like fewer, the fewest Uber drivers around, so you wow. get more rides. So, oh, so that's the thing is it, it's kind of, it works naturally is is it kind of dissolves the marketplace great because you're like okay there's some dudes over here mm-hmm. I'm gonna go hit up and hang over at this part of town because I know the bar is gonna be letting out over here exactly and beat these guys over there oh that's wow. a, that yeah. would that sounds actually kind of exciting and how does how does it uh hit I mean, we're spending a lot of time on Uber, but how does it hit you first as opposed to those guys? It's like some kind of algorithm that I don't understand because I'm not a math guy, but um, it's just whoever's like the closest in proximity hmm. to whatever, like you hit Uber and you like request ride and like whoever's free and closest to you, they get it and just pings you. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like, this is actually, I'd, I'd, I'd like to do that just to just be weird and be stocky out in the middle of the night and it's, meeting, meeting randos. Yeah. Can yeah. I do a ride along with you? Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to, I'll I'll do the taxi driver thing. Okay. okay. And I won't say anything except you talking to me. Are you talking to me? I'm the only one here. Who are you? Who yeah. is this guy? You, you talking to me? Like that's all I'm gonna do. All right. The whole time. The whole time. Why are you in my car? You know you need you need to think for your you, you need to think for your Uber because I remember when I went one time unfortunately I was in Laughlin, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Oh, never go back there. Top of my list in places I will never go back to. Is Laughlin the one on the border? Uh, yeah, the border of Arizona, uh, Nevada, and California. It just okay. sounds yeah. hot. 
it's just la- it's just old and lame and shitty. But uh, I, I was I was there and I was in a cab with my wife because we were pretty drunk. Because what the fuck else are you gonna do there? And uh, there we got in a cab. And the guy was like just blaring jazz music when we got in there. And I was like, oh, this is jazz cab. And so then I start, you know, the, the little I know about jazz music, like talking about jazz with the guy. And then the guy's like, oh, you want to hear something real? And then he starts like puts in another CD of like, you know, this is, this is you know, Jocko Pistorius. This uh, is you when know. Kenny G was at his best. Right. And the guy got Fuck real yeah. intense and he had jazz hair. You know, there's many different styles that make is up that a like jazz. Is that like poodle hair? Yeah, he had like yeah, the long poodle hair. hair. Yeah, poodle hair. Jazz yes. hair. <laughs> like the like the uh, keyboards from uh, Bon Jovi. Right, yes. <laughs> Again, yes. major poodle hair. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. but I, and all I could see was the back of it. And even, you know, he had a big head too. I just remember it was jazz music, big head, and poodle hair. Well, he's smart so if he likes jazz, so he's got a lot of brain to keep in. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, people who like jazz are like math ma- mathematicians who like music a lot. You know, what's well, always funny is always this like really stuffy guy talking about how shit swings. At least the white <laughs> ones. The black ones usually, you know, they're they're scholarly yet, you know, they they got you know a little, little bit of little jive in them. You know, the white guys are stuffy. You're just, you were just doing jazz hands. Dude. Yes. They got jazz hands. Well, I do do the show in blackface. <laughs> I, no, I, I do the show in blackface, and when I do the jazz, jazz hands, hands, it's just natural. I can yeah. do this. Um, so what you know, the funny thing, what I've been doing is I, I I've been kind of through the ringer. Oh. The last, uh, the last while, the last couple of weeks, kids, and uh, the, the the crux of our show today. I'm going to go over it, and you guys can uh, follow along at home. Uh, let's see here. Let me let me cue up some audio here. Um, basically, what happened was a couple of weeks ago, I was I get job alerts like you know you, you go to all these different websites, and you know I work as a writer in advertising, and if you happen to be my employer and hearing this show right now, right. let it be known. Love the job. Never intended on leaving it. Okay? Just let, let it go. We'll, we'll put it that way. Um, but so, I, you know, you get job alerts and you want to know what's out there, like, you know, what people are paying and, you know, different opportunities. Sure. So I saw this job that came up and it was through a company called Dream Jobbing, which is owned by Mark Burnett, the guy who does like Survivor or whatever, or all those, the Contender and all those different shows. Okay. And so the company and the, the thing's called Dream Jobbing. And the job was to be the head comedy writer, full-time job, for Sirius XM on a show called Dirty Pop with Lance Bass. Wow. Lance Bass from NSYNC. Uh, the guy was supposed to go up into space a couple years ago, like on that Russian-built spaceship. He was, in, Zo- he was in Zoolander. He was in Zoolander? Like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been in a bunch of movies. He was like a a male romantic lead to a female in like some movie in like the the late in the in the early two thousands or whatever. So and he was a gay rights advocate, and uh, yeah. So he's a real dynamic dude. And the 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 shows on the gay lesbian channels like Q Gay or something like that on uh, Sirius XM. So I was like, that would be sweet because for years I worked in radio and I loved it and have a full time like writing gig. I was like, oh, let's let's see what we need here. So they wanted me to uh, do a video. And they post a video to the Dream Jobbing website where mm-hmm. I pitch myself and have to pitch some bits to Lance Bass. Okay. So I'm going to play audio from it. Now, it was a video, so what was I did... Was it called Bits of Ass? <laughs> bits of Ass? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, that joke will never get old. I thought... You, you tell it right. Before we did the show, <laughs> there was an Ass Bass joke yeah. kicking around the garage. Right. And I was like, we got no Ass Bass. We got to get that out of our system. 
It's just so fresh, too. Yeah. yeah. Again, I, I doubt Lance Bass has ever heard that. He's joke. never heard it. No. Never. So, okay. So what happens is, so I, I put together this, this video, and it can it'll only be 60 seconds. Now, behind me, I put up a bunch of, like, kind of teen beat photos of, like, Lance Bass from NSYNC. And, like, and you had those just lying around. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, in your collection. And, and, yeah. In my collection. I will have him, and then mostly, let's be honest. When it came to in sync, I was kind of a JC Chazé kind of guy, mm, wow. you know, and like kind of Joy Fatone, but Joy Fatone to have a beer with, you know, I'd want to go out on a date with JC Chazé, you know. Wow. But like, but like Lance Bass is the kind of guy that like he's so good looking that I feel like if I was in a room with him, I wouldn't be able to look him in the eye. Like it would be like staring in the sun kind of. So wow. I, 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 I sat on my bed in the video. And I had behind me all these pictures, like teeny bopper photos. And I just, you know, and I said, uh, Lance, as you could tell, I'm a big fan. So I start off like that. So here's, I'm going to play uh, the audio from it. And you guys, huh. and I was supposed to pitch bits to Lance Bass. So uh, let's, let's hear it here. Hey, Lance. Welcome to my bedroom. As you can tell, I'm a big fan. My name is Todd from Los Angeles, and I have over five years writing at 97.1 KLSX Los Angeles. It's a talk radio station. By the, by, the, by the way, when I, uh, when I brought that up to Mark Chambers when we were hanging yeah. out at, at the, the Raider game, I was like telling him about this thing, and he's like, you, you still milking that KLSX thing? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I got. Also hosted my own show in San Diego and recorded over 500 episodes of my podcast. You can see it at FarlPodcast.com. So I have an idea for you. How about Maury Mondays? You play paternity tests from the show. Yeah. People call in to see whether the guy's the father or not the father. That just just stealing my my life right there. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's some grand theft uh, yeah. bit right there. Yeah, that's that's me. Anyway, uh, I inspired you. That's all right. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. mind it. Uh, you know, actually, I was like bits. Well, I've come up with lots of bits for this show. I'll just pitch shit from our show. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. Not bad, right? Uh. Also, how about Lance Bass Dreamweaver? People call in with recent dreams they've had, and you interpret them to tell the people what they mean. Could be- uh, we did that bit with John Sowen on the show here. John yeah, Sowen Dream. Yeah. Hey. Funny. Also, I have another talent playing the ukulele. Oh, no. And when you look into my eyes, you'll know that it's true. Todd wants to spend a lot of time riding for you. It's beautiful. That's like your real world audition tape. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? But you know, you wow. know, at the end, that was in uh, sync song. God must have spent. I flipped the script flipped on it. that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You took something of his and you made it your own. So I put that out there, and there was probably like. 80 people that submitted videos and so i was like i'll just put it up there like you know what you know whatever happens happens and then i get a call like uh, i was at work which was great when you're getting a call from somebody at work so i like run out to my car and i take the call my work and the guy's like hey you know the producer calls me and he's a real nice guy and he's like i'm a huge klsx fan and you know i think he'd be perfect for this like he was like obscure with it like he was talking about like weekend hosts and shit and like he's like Mm. you know i liked adam's show really thought adam got it together in the last couple years blah blah so we just sat and talked about klsx and i thought oh Shit, okay, this guy kind of gets where I'm coming I got coming it in. From. Yeah, yeah. I, I got it in. And then he was like, you know, I really love the Tim Conway and Brian Whitman show. And then I, I, I pulled this chestnut out. Yeah. 
Brian Whitman, yeah. Good personal friend of mine, actually. Yeah, I was on Jeez. his podcast. Yeah, so I, I sat there and I just tried to really, you know, sell myself mm. in the kind of the saddest, pathetic way possible. Right. And so then he's like, you know, we've got 20 people in the top 20 and then, you know, a couple of you guys, you guys are going to make it to the final five and you're going to be on air to uh, be on the show and sell sell yourself to Lance. And you'll get a rose. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what this was like. Was some hoping. kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Come on. So I get a call uh, last week. Um, I guess it was... I guess right after Christmas. And um, I get a call and the guy... And the, the, the producer's like, all right, uh, we want you to be on Lance's show tomorrow. Uh, you're one of the top five finalists. <clears throat> and then Lance is going to pick whoever he wants to be his writer for the show. And I was like, oh, shit. Wow, wow. He goes, here's the deal. You, you play the ukulele on the thing. I want you to write a song for Lance. Wow. And play it on the show. But I was like, okay, right. And I was like, well, he just got married recently to like this guy, Michael Turkin or whatever. Uh, how about I'll write a song like with marriage advice because I, uh, I, re- I was recently married and I figured like I can help him out. He's like, oh, that's great. That's great. So he calls me like 7.30 at night and I have to have, I have, to have it ready for the next day. Mm-hmm. And then the hard part was he was like, and also could you call from a landline? And I'm like, Okay, write a comedy song. Okay, fine. Landline? Who the fuck has a landline? Right. So I have to figure out like how to get to my mother's house at like 4 o'clock. And luckily, we had like early out at work because of the holiday. So like I have to go to my mom's house. And yeah, it was it was a whole like stretch. And I've got like my guitar with me. And your mom's like, you're calling Lance Bass? Yeah, she's like, what's this dirty <laughs> pop Lance Bass? You know? Yeah, she, it, it was... I, I was more a J.C. Chazé fan. <laughs> <laughs> Was He's he? all confused. Was that the Backstreet's Back All Right Band or the New Kids? Is he one of the New Kids? So no, she knows. Yeah. So I was trying to explain to her the whole thing. She's like, okay, well, just you know, use the use the Sony in in the bedroom, you know, kind of thing. So now I have. So wait, you're sitting on your mom's bed calling the Lance Bass show. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, that's exactly. And you're singing a song yeah, with, with got, the ukulele. I am serenading. Yes. Lance Bass, nice. And but my, you know, my mom's probably one of your mom's proudest moments. Yeah. Well, my the thing is with my mother is my mother's very interesting. My mother like is the queen of like nothing good is ever going to happen to anybody and just be prepared for the worst. And it's like, oh. you know, I come over and I got the well, you know, just be happy that you know they called you. You know, don't get excited. Please don't get excited. You know how these things go. And the whole, the whole thing is always like, if you give her any good news, she gives you a whole speech on why it's probably not likely to happen and why I shouldn't be disappointed. Wow. Yeah. That, that's, that's Mrs. Perry. We have very low expectations in the Perry household. Wow. But, yeah. But can I have a beer? So I go over and He's so the, 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 the guy's like, we've got five people to call, so we're going to call you between like four and five and then just get ready for it. So I'm like, okay, okay. And right before I was ready to go on, like I'm not that nervous because I've done the podcast stuff, I've done radio, but, but still you're trying to sell yourself. You're not just like chilling back and trying to be funny or make jokes or whatever. Not that I made a joke this entire show. But no, no. Very, just kind of being a st- storyteller show. Well, this is a storyteller one. I mean, yeah. it's like you know, you you started off on the the high note with the Ron Kovic, you know, <laughs> material, <laughs> whole, the Vietnam yeah, yeah. material, <laughs> that old shit, and uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, so you came up with something a little more compelling for the the bass. Yeah. So okay. So here's my call. Now we we're gonna break this up and discuss it because he wanted it that way. 
That's Backstreet Boys. I'm sorry. See, I had to listen to a whole bunch yeah. of NSYNC, too. And I was yeah. like, but you know, here's the deal, though. Lance Bass, like, he's actually a substantial dude. Like, if you. Substantial in size? Well. He's got girth on him, huh? Yeah. No, but I mean, I mean, he does like a lot of political shit, and like he's not just like a you know Ryan Seacrest type dude. Like he's actually you know. Just Lance Bass is back. All right. No buck. No oh, buck. That's not. Bye bye. Oh. Justin Timberlake, in sync. Come on. <sighs> so here's me on the Dirty Pop Show with Lance Bass. That'll work. <laughs> we got a live one. And to help you out, to give you some energy, to go to the gym, we're going to send you this year's supply of pasta chips. Sounds good. You know, it does yeah, give you energy. It's a good voice. Yeah. Just give sure. a uh, I'm making up all these facts, by the way. Why does not? it need Everything a co-host? Just so, Monica, stay on the line. We'll get your address, and we'll send you this prize. Thanks for calling Hi. in. Happy New Year. All right, so we have to get to this first candidate yes. that we're going to interview, have Lance. To but I just want people yep. to know that if, in fact, they did not get their hands on the year's supply uh, of pasta chips, they can go to pastachips.com where they can enter the promo code oh, Healthy right, Lands yeah. and get 40% we, off we anything edit this they purchase <laughs> right there. At- I'm trying to give some context. We couldn't edit this Look. out. And uh, then also, you know, for free advertising. Every person that goes to order the pasta chips and puts in promo code far out. Zero one zero four BR twenty seven six Charles Gatunga Mina and that's Charles Gatunga Mina with an R. Uh, they're gonna get they're gonna get the free free pop chips. What, it's a pop chip or a pasta, pasta chip? Pasta chip. What is a pasta chip? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound healthy. <laughs> Ask Lance Bass. Go to the, go to the website www.pastachips.com. Check it out. Pastachips.com. Oh my god! You don't have to put it in a grocery bag. And you save 40%. I like that. All right, guys. Regular listeners to the show know that my man Drew Boo here has been promoted to producer of Dirty Pop. And so we're in a search for a brilliant young writer to take his place. Now, we've teamed up with Mark Burnett's new venture called Dream Jobbing. And it's an online opportunity for people to go after the dream job they've always wanted but never had the network to actually get. Uh, they're also pitching it as a TV show, and if Mark Burnett is involved, my guess is it'll be a huge success. He's the guy behind Survivor, The Voice, Shark Tank, and The Apprentice. Ever heard of those shows? Yeah. Nope. Well, we launched our search on dreamjobbing.com a few months ago and got a lot of video applications from people all over the country. 80. And since then, good voice, we've chosen brother. our top 20 and interviewed each of them over the from? phone. Now we've yeah. narrowed the field down to our top five, and today we'll be doing the final interviews right here on the air, each of the candidates... Now I'm listening to pitch a segment for. Now I'm, I'm listening the whole time, sitting in my mom's room, and I got on the other line. The guy's like, "Are you you ready, Todd? Are you ready, Todd?" This, and I'm sitting there, and I'm starting to get kind of. Are nervous. you ready for bass? And I, and I'm sitting there like, "Oh my god, I got I got my guitar here, I got the landline." I'm not, I'm not used to talking to a landline, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know that that's a certain skill. Very bizarre. How keep, do you play a guitar on a landline with that big old? And this set. is your mom's phone, so it's like a rotary phone, right? Well, she, my mom <laughs> used to rent her phone. Uh, yeah, you told me. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about that on the yeah. show. My mom rented her phone until like 2004. It's wow. Yeah, she spent like 20 bucks a month renting a phone, and she was like, well, "What happens if it breaks?" I was like, "You buy a new one for nine bucks." <laughs> show and today during their interview we're going to try it out okay see how it works and we're going to get our loyal listeners out there to uh, chime in um and because you know this is the the person you're going to be living with mm-hmm. all, all all year 2015 so uh, or as long as they last so, i'm yeah, sorry or as long as yeah they- <laughs> he just said is this just like a short-term gig what is this oh this is like it's like a full-time job and i guess if you suck right you get fired you know it's radio or whatever mm-hmm. but of course you know as long as they want to have them around. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, as long as they want to be around me. Uh, uh, so let's get to our first finalist right now. His name is Todd Perry. Uh, Todd, welcome to oh Dirty Pop, my friend. 
Oh my God! Did I win the pop chips? <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see how good you your segment is first. And then sorry, we'll think hit, about hit, the hit pop chips. You sounded Indian right there. Did I finish? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Did I win the pop chips? Do that, <laughs> I think you started off on a high note again. Just <laughs> a little bit of ra- racial humor. Yeah, right? sure. Start off with the racial humor, then go to the Kovic story. <laughs> you, you got this shit locked, my friend. Okay, okay, great. Oh, it, I'm, I'm so happy to be here, Lance. I'm so happy to talk to you after this whole process that we've gone through with making videos and talking to Drew. Like, it's so great to finally talk to you on the phone. Well, this is great. Now, how did you hear about dream jobbing? Uh, actually, I just saw it in an email. Like, I have an email because I'm I, I work as a writer currently, so I get like like that. By the way, working in my experience, I work mm-hmm. as a writer currently. Also, you're very familiar with how email works. A very important <laughs> yeah, part. Was of a, that was impressive. <laughs> I, I put that down on my resume. It's like you know, proficient in email. Lance, I've got this thing called email. Have you heard of it? I'm really good at it. In my country of Dubai, <laughs> we have email. Sorry, go ahead. Emails for like different writer gigs that come up and I thought oh writing in radio sounds awesome because I worked in radio for years uh, in talk radio so it was like a return to radio so I was really excited about that yeah well fun well let's start off this interview by uh, just asking you well, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, I'm, I'm 37 years old uh, I'm a uh, professional writer I, I write advertising the fourth time. Fourth time professional yeah, writer. Hype yourself up a bit more, you know? Well, I'm, I'm trying to get a writer's job, right? I'm, I'm built. Yeah. Built built like a fucking, you know, shit house. You know? Eight inches cut. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Rising. And I, I live with a wife and uh, two beautiful uh, half Italian Greyhound Terriers. Wow. Uh, Lance is a dog owner and does like PETA stuff. Okay. So again, this may seem like I'm I'm being boring. I'm trying to hit all the notes here. You're doing the research. You're like calculating. Like <laughs> oh Hannibal yeah. Lecter. This is like this is like Todd Perry the politician. Right Hello, Clarice. This is not the guy Good talking room. about taking acid on the podcast. Mm-hmm. This oh. is professional Todd. Oh. All right. In our, our little house just outside of uh, you know L.A. and uh, I like. Uh, I like doing intellectual things like reading books and just, uh, just so philosophy. I know. And then I also like. When you were doing this interview, were you holding your nose like this? I, I sound kind of. I think you when I get nervous, the yeah, voice goes said, up. It's a little. It's not like your voice is now. It sounds different. Also, over a landline. Landline tends you to, don't blame the landline. to peak the voice up a little bit. It's it gets landline. all the sand in it. Yeah, yeah. It gets so gravelly. Uh, pop culture stuff and. You know, having beers and, and watching a football game on the weekend. So I, I think I'm pretty dynamic. I'm dynamic, guys. That was a horrible yeah, representation of who I am bad. as a human yeah, being, by the way. I'm like, bad. well, I like to do smart things. And also, I'm the kind of guy that likes to sit around and have a beer and watch football. Because that's what <laughs> you like to do, Lance. And I, I, I don't think yeah. that if you guys were like, they said, who's Todd Perry to you? I mm-hmm. don't think you'd say, well, he likes to read books and watch football. Yeah, none of those things. And also, that sounded like your OK Cupid profile. Yeah, I really, <laughs> it's my grinder. Right, actually. right. No, I really fucked this one up. I seem like the most boring. Like, yep. I wouldn't want to hang out with me, given how I just represented myself right there. Should've, you should say, tell us a little bit about yourself, and you could just shout Raiders for 30 seconds. <laughs> Raiders! Like the cowbell on the other hand. Like, telling like, you the- Right, like, uh, that's the, what I should have done. The yeah. first half of the interview just should have been done in Indian, just done We're in a bad real. Indian accent. And then I back it around, and I'm like, I'm not Indian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Halfway through, know, I'm from Lakewood and not Dubai or Mumbai or the city of Artesia. <laughs> I live in my house in Lakewood, California. Right. And he, yeah, you just bust into it like that. Yeah, 
So I, I feel like I'm failing at this point. And I'm going to tell everybody at the end of this show whether I, I got the job or not. That's big, the big reveal. big reveal. So this may yeah. be the, uh, the last Far Out podcast. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. It, I mean, if I get a job where I'm full-time writing for another radio show and being on air, chances are I'm not going to quite have the bandwidth. I mean, we'll just do like the, you know, the Far Out holiday special every once in a while, like Star Wars and Downton Abbey. But so, okay, we'll see. I mean, this could be the end of the show. Well, can't they just do the show from here? I'm sure Lance Bass would love to don't they come, come down off yes. his mountaintop home yeah. and come down to the ultra swanky neighborhood of Lakewood, California, where he can see a whole bunch of F-150s parked down the street. Yeah, uh, getting very varied. I like that. So, what got you interested in applying to be a writer for Dirty Pop? Uh, well, because I, I worked in radio for about six years, and I. By the way, look, how many times have I said I worked in radio and At I'm a writer? eight now. And the number keeps going up. First it was five, now it's six, next time it's going to be 11. <laughs> I realized I was sinking and I had to up my credentials at that point. For CBS Radio, they had like Adam Carolla and Howard Stern Name and dropping. Frosty, Annie, and Frank, all these big radio shows, and I worked there for years, and I loved the experience of working in radio so much that when I saw this job come up as a, just writing full-time, I was like, oh, I got to jump on that because I'm already writing and I want to get back and writing for radio. I'm already writing. At this point, your mom's in the other room going, you're blowing it! <laughs> you're I blowing it! You didn't bring up your uh, experience selling refrigerators at Sears either. <laughs> I did not. Well, later on, I do get into my Ron Kovic story. So <laughs> right. listen for that. Wait for and that. then I was like, oh, it's Lance Bass. And I was like, oh, man, that's a really dynamic guy because like, the instinct thing and you almost went into space and you've done a lot for gay rights, which I'm really impressed by. So I thought, man, I'd... I'd I-, I gave the slight nod to... Not a homophobe, mm-hmm. by the way. You know, you got to throw that in. Cool with the gays, because, you know, it's a, it's a very gay show. But I had to make sure that everyone felt comfortable that I wasn't going to come in and go, ugh. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, it's good that he was able to impress you also. Yes, yes. I mean, to impress this guy with so much experience writing and being in radio. Right. Of the, you know, work in that environment and just sound like a blast. Well, fun. Okay, so here's one other big important question. Are you allergic to dogs? No, no, because I have I have my uh, terrier greyhounds at home. As I I'm mentioned before, cats, though, like if you put a cat near me, like my whole face will suck up, and I'll wake up and not be able to open my eyes. But dogs, I'm cool with. Yep, yep. my husband's the same way. So we have no cats, but there's tons of dogs. Okay, you're good at that. Now, name top Is your top three TV shows. Huh? Is this dog an on-air personality? I, I think they have the dogs in the studio all the time. Really? And they yeah. don't bark? They don't yell at me when I come over? Well, I, I, well, the, I, well, his dogs maybe aren't anti-Semitic like mine. And his dogs are on a command that when he has his magnetic uh, echoing voice, they know when to shut the <laughs> fuck up. I think the, that was that's like... The, that's the mean Lance coming out. The sound guy. like It was like that voice in Dune. Like Paul Atreides is like, right. Sean... Three reality, three scripted. So here's where I really fuck it up. Because they, they, they want me to talk about my favorite three reality TV shows. And anybody who listens to this show probably knows me. Uh, probably not the kind of, you know. Flavor I'm, of Love. Oh, shit. I love that show. That was awesome. That was the greatest reality TV show. I was talking to my wife the other day saying, I love New York, by the way, needs to come back for a fourth season. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Three reality shows are, first of all, it's going to be the Kardashians. Because oh, my wife, uh, through almost no choice of my own, I'm like... Lance is rolling his eyes right now. My wife just constantly has it on, so it like sucked me in. <laughs> so 
so that uh, that deal. Uh, He's like, uh huh. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah. That's the sound of a man selling out right there. Mm. That's the sound of. If you ever thought that I had dignity, no. No dignity, no scruples. This like, is for, a, I jump, I jumped right on it. They're like, "You're for, Kardashians, yeah!" Like, I'm raising my hand in the back of the class. And this isn't like Jeff being Lance Bass. This is really Lance Bass. This isn't like the Patrick Stewart thing, right? <laughs> no, this is no, yeah, no. This is actually this is actually Lance Bass. This is actually Lance Bass. Wow. And this is actually me talking about how I love the Kardashians, right? On that, Lance Bass. Now it gets worse. Yeah. Favorite Kardashian. Oh, my favorite Kardashian. Uh, I'm gonna go with Chloe. Yeah, yeah, you did. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Survey says Chloe. (laughs) Now I said Chloe because I thought she's the hottest. Because like my wife. Is she? Yeah, I I don't know the Kardashians. I can't tell them apart. So Uh, Chloe's the one in the middle, right? Or Chloe's the the end one, right? Lamar. No, yeah, yeah. She was Lamar. No, no, that's Courtney. Courtney. I think. I don't even know. I don't, you don't even actually know, who they know are. the one I picked. You don't even know who they are. I have are. no idea. No, because it's Chloe and Lamar. Mm-hmm. That's like saying when you go into a job interview and you're like, oh, you know, I'm really good at like right. Photoshop. I can program <laughs> in like QBasic and Java right. and all this stuff. And you get there and you're like, okay, which one's Chloe? I got to catch up. I got to figure this out. Right. I mean, come on. This this is tough. This is tough. This is like this is like they've got the big light on me, and I'm 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 ready to go downtown. I could be up the river for twenty years. So two gay guys asking you which girl you find the most attractive is a really like no my favorite terrified my terrified scenario. The most attractive is oh the twenty year old model girl. Is it Kendall? No, I don't oh, know, man. Oh. I didn't know. All right, what are your other name. shows that you watch? I want to get into your head here. Oh, well, well oh, because gosh. I worked in advertising for a long time. Big time Madman guy. Oh, yeah. So oh, love Madman. So that just because it like reflected my life, and I love all the design, like all like the mid-century modern like clothing. Me too. Architecture. Okay, I wait a second though. Go. We said three. Todd, did you just like go through like the the top critically Nielsen shows of the year and just like okay, here's just pick three from reality, three from. I I well no the thing was he said pick three reality mm-hmm. and then, and then I went right I, I skipped the reality I yeah. thought I could get get past it and go into like actual TV shows I like then they call me on it three scripted and three reality he only gave us one scripted and one reality oh okay well what's your other two reality yeah come on let, let me back up into the world of reality television here now he's calling uh, something out of his ass he doesn't watch reality television. <laughs> He's not. He's not going to be a good. He at this called job. your bluff. You gotta watch reality television, Todd. Well, he's got the Kardashians down. There you go, Bass. That's, 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 really, that's like ninety percent of the show. <laughs> and, and then they they didn't hear me, but I said Vanderpump. That show Vanderpump Rules. My that. wife watches that too, and Lance Bass is on that show sometimes. So I was like, okay, I'll say Vanderpump, but he didn't hear me because they talked over me. So it sounds like I'm still talking about the Kardashians. So I saw Lance having a nice rosé on that show. Yes, yes, I was. Did. Yes, I was. <laughs> I have a nice rosé on every one of the Bravo shows. Somehow, I've, I've made five this year. Yes. All drinking rosé. <laughs> well, I, I, I noted, I noted the type of wine. I was like, okay, he's a rosé guy. All right, all right. I am. I am. I am. Now, now this rosé or white zin, right? Suck. Those are the same. same <laughs> Whatever it is, it's oh, ultra so, feminine. So okay. All right, all right, all right. And then uh, my third reality TV show is going to be uh, to catch a contractor. Oh yes, I love that. I've not heard of it. Oh, this is right to catch a contractor. To catch a contractor. Love it. The Corolla show. Okay. Yeah, that's house really bad. And then Adam. This is more me talking about houses, by the way. Mm -hmm. Another boring fucking yuppie thing. We're like, you know, I. 
you know, shit I don't talk about on this show. But me and my wife, we sit and talk about, you know, it's being fucking, you know, yuppies who are into houses and shit. So are, are you equating Lance Bass with your wife? You're like, what would I talk about with my wife? That's what I'll talk about with Lance Bass. Well, I'm thinking, well, I mean, this would be the kind of show my wife would listen to. Okay. Right. You know, so it's kind of like how I talk to my wife. And I'm like, you know, I'm sure Lance Bass likes architect like it's like architect like not the stereotype but you know okay. well i don't know how this story ends but when you close down far out podcast to work on pop killer with Lance dirty Bass, pop dirty, dirty pop, pop. um <laughs> hopefully uh you won't miss uh, all this fun talking and you'll be happy just talking about architecture and the kardashians 24 I, hours a day I, I feel like on on dirty pop i'll actually get to be myself for once i, w- I won't have to play this this role this of fucking you know, ron kovic bullshit <laughs> drunken raconteur on yeah. far out right yeah. talking about dirty sex and you know death all the time on this show you know yeah Corolla goes out finds him and they make fun of the guy the whole time and they try to rebuild the house right but i love design and architecture and stuff oh. so uh it, it, oh, it's gosh. fun Shameless. To, uh, to see all that go down now, how are you at hanging things on walls? <laughs> oh, I, I'm not good. I'm not good at all. Oh, like, all right. I have, like, you know, you have that iPhone app where it has the, the little bubble in it where you can make you have a leveler, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't even use that. It's wow. Bong app? Okay. All right, so you won't yeah. be helping around the that's house. Awesome. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, well, you know, I mean, that's, that's pretty much all the questions I have for you. I think you did very well. Well, what about number nine? I want to ask okay. everybody number nine. Oh, okay, so this is, this is the, the question. Mm-hmm. There. Okay. So um, here we go. Pretend, pretend for a pretend minute. Pretend a little uh, bit, Todd. It's rough. Now, we just booked Kathy Griffin back on the show, and she wants to do something crazy with you as a radio bit. Now, name something you'd be willing to do with Kathy. Well, well, first of all, my wife and I, we saw Kathy live. I took her for a birthday at the Dolby Theater on her birthday a couple months ago. So we saw Kathy live. Now, if I was going to go, you know what? See, this whole thing is me being Ka- defensive. Kathy Griffin's still alive? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, you know, like, I, I, uh, I, I was like, well, I, I took my wife to see it. Like, I, I clearly, I like, I, I'm trying to prove myself the whole time on everything, which is right. clearly a defensive yes. position. Yes. I'm, 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 I'm talking from a lack of confidence yes. the whole time. I'm not in front of the issue. I'm behind the issue the whole time. Mm-hmm. This is like listening to the worst politician. Oh, I know. You know, I know. I know Kathy Griffin. She's a personal friend of mine. I know tons of Kathy Griffins. A lot yeah. of my friends are Kathy Griffin. Yeah. A lot, yeah. A lot of my friends are the gay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you're... Yeah. Oh, it's on air, though. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking just normally I'd like to just go on a water slide with Kathy Griffin just see what happens. Just see, you know. Well, we can, Ooh, we can always attach a microphone to you and hope you don't get electrocuted, you know. <laughs> But okay, so that's that's maybe a it's good a answer. Dream. That's a wet dream right there. Go Talk about wet dreams on the Kathy next Griffin. Okay, but okay, so I go water slide, and then the radio part of me goes, "That's a visual bit. Mm-hmm. Mm. T- time to change my idea." Now they kind of like the water slide idea, by the way. Mm. But I immediately went visual bit, bad radio. So then I changed my fucking answer. Fine, oh, that would be tough. You know what I'd like to do? Actually, I'd like to cook with Kathy Griffin. Okay. All right, I'd like to sit and I'd like to make a Belgian waffle with Kathy Griffin. Now I'm just spitting. I can tell yeah, you right now, she has balling. no idea how to make a Belgian waffle, but I'm sure you could teach her. There you go. Yeah. Okay, with that, okay. it would be fun. So we, you know, you can learn a lot by somebody by seeing how they cook. Yeah. You now know, I'm just and drowning. A lot brought with, out of her. Yeah. Cooking with Kathy. Yeah, cooking with Kathy. Yeah. Okay, so now it's time for him to do the thing he's prepared. So we ask everybody who auditioned, not auditioned, who applied for the job. To pitch us a new segment for the show or, or something that they can do, a skill they can bring to the table. And he brings a lot of skills to the table, Lance. But one of them is that he plays the ukulele and he knows how to write 
Little she, songs, little jingles, little. They're making, mm-hmm. they're making so you do, sound you, like Tiny Tim Weirdo Yankovic. Like, right, he, right. Could, he plays a ukulele. He's going to sing a funny song <laughs> yeah, for us. He plays little bits on there. Right, it's uh, so cute. Yeah. Like to hear his now? I would love to hear that right now. Todd, are you ready for this? I wrote this song for you, Lance, because I know that you just got married. I did. I sure did. And I've been married for three years, so I wanted to like let you know that even though like. It, this is like the most wonderful week of your life, right? Because you just you, you're married and you're feeling that glow. Wait, there's wait. a bigger arc. To this, this is Lance's honeymoon. Is talking to you on yeah. a landline? Yeah, he got yeah. Wow. He, well, uh, yeah, on no, a landline. This is not a cell phone. The honeymoon is me on a landline. Right? Wow. Yeah, he just got married and he's having like an e uh, e television special on it. It's like a huge deal. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Things are going to happen. You're going to have realizations down the line, and. Okay. Uh, on the video, I, I played the ukulele. On here, I brought the acoustic guitar because this is a special occasion. That's when the acoustic, oh. the full acoustic comes out. All right. Switch it up on Lance. This is not a ukulele moment, Lance. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I'm ready to hear this. Give it to that us. was probably the best part. Finally, finally, this, Todd this, actually <laughs> said, "I have a, a, a moment of humor." This is not a ukulele moment, Lance. Right. That was the best. See, I feel like I'm starting to get my footing good. here. Yeah, mm. yeah. The yeah. ball's in my court now. Mm. This is Todd Perry now. Mm. Now I got my time. Now my I got my guitar. Yeah. Now I can play a bad song. And I still say that this is a bit that you guys recorded before because he sounds a lot like Harmats. <laughs> Lance Bass is just sounded like Harmats. No, you me. don't have that charming Southern drawl. So Todd, if we put that, you put you on the water That's slide him. with Kathy Griffin, you're gonna get electrocuted. <laughs> it's not bad actually. Yeah. All right, here we go. So here's the song. Now uh, feel free to comment on the song. Here. Hold on, uh, Harmats. Could you do Doctor Oz, please? I don't know what Dr. Oz sounds like. He does more Southern. Uh, wait, is no, that Dr. that's Phil? Dr. Phil. Yeah. That's Dr. Dr. Phil. It's Dr. Phil. Dr. Uh, Oz like an Indian dude. Oh, I'm sorry. Buck, would you like to tell us about this young <laughs> man who molested you and behind the kinkos the other day? No, that's a guy from South Park. <laughs> that sounds kind of like Dr. Phil Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be a great bit, Doctor Phil, Phil Cosby. Yeah, pitch, so, it, pitch it to Bass. So if I yeah, if I asked Doctor <laughs> Phil Cosby, like, how would I? Let's say I had an eighteen-year-old starlet and I wanted to get in her pants. What would I do, Doctor Phil Cosby? Well, you gotta put the roofie in the Jello pudding pop. Oh no! And then take a photo of her snatch with a Kodak camera. <laughs> nice. Still right, hawking so products. That's your new bit now. You're gonna yeah. do Doctor Phil Cosby. Doctor Phil Cosby. Every show going forward. Send the receiver down, and I've got about a minute worth of song for you. Okay, okay. good, because you got about a minute left on the show right now. we got to get to the other people. Yeah, <laughs> take it up a lot Drew of time. Sorry. Yeah. Here we go. Lance. Now that you've said I do, there's some things that you can't do. Use the bathroom, then leave the seat up. Oh, no, you're married. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, sh- what was it? Oh, shit, it's... Oh, no, it's herpes. Yeah, so... <laughs> That's a song. That was the OG song. The song we wrote on the show is called Oh, No, It's Herpes. Oh, uh, another thing you stole. Yeah, yeah. so... Oh, no, I had one night. Shameless. And I didn't want to sit and rewrite a bunch of music, so I was like, I'll just take the lyrics to Oh, No, It's Herpes. <laughs> The same melody and music that we did on this show. Because right. people like the herpes song. Yeah. I'll just switch it to Oh No, You're Married. And did you get the advice from Reader's Digest? <laughs> no, I just... You're I, like, you're like uh, Chubby Checker, just doing the twist one more time. Yeah. Just Dude, I was it. trying to play Let's the... Let's twist again. I, well, I, you know, if I'm going to be playing the song live on the radio for the first time, I want it to be something I'm familiar with. Mm. They don't know. They don't listen to Far Out. Right. They're not on our Facebook page. B- 
Buck, to, uh, yeah. to Todd's credit, Twist Again is better than the twist, I think. That's yeah. a pretty good song, it's actually. It's pretty fantastic. Twist Again, like we did last summer. Yeah. You know, I could I could have just sang about herpes the whole time. <laughs> but okay, so let's hear the song. And, and yes, I did repurpose all my shit for this. Wait. Find a guy on Grinder for a meetup. Oh no, you're married. <laughs> Get drunk and sleep at Joey's Baton. <laughs> oh no, you're married. <laughs> Keep your ex's number in your iPhone. Oh no, you're married. It's all about love on your wedding night. Bill the bill comes and you start the fight. And in a year, your pants get tight, you quit the gym. People get fat. Yeah. In two years, all the love and stuff. Cause your bed's taken up by the dog. Lance is over, cause turkey's in charge, it's all about him. Turkey's the man he married. <laughs> oh no, you're married. Oh no, you're married. Oh no, you're married. Buck, yeah. Oh no, you're married. Uh, so, Todd, this does, there you go. It's- this is this song is indicative of some trouble in your home. Would you like to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I can't meet a guy on Grinder for yeah. a meetup. And I think Lance Bass is like too respectable of a dude for me to make me making a Grinder joke. By mm-hmm. the way, but you know the Joy Fatone line that was the only winner in the whole song. I like the Grinder one too. It's yeah. uh, it's edgy. It shows you you know what the kids are into these yeah, days. Yeah, I know the kids are into you know anonymous sex. Yeah, they love it. So all right, I have like two two more seconds of this, and then we'll we'll get off it. But ah, uh, great job, my man. Yeah, uh, that's likes beautiful. It. I love it. By, by the way, he's a great singer. Like he's like a professional like singer for millions that sold millions of records. By the way, and I'm sitting there with my shit voice and my acoustic, and in I was your going, mom's bed, in my mom's bed, going, "I'm singing for Lance Bass." Yeah. All right, there's a moment in my head, and I'm like, "What? This is cool. This is cool. This is cool. This is." And your mom's in the other room going, You're married? Yeah. So like Who's I, married? Yeah. What's Grinder? <laughs> Todd, are you meeting men on Grinder again? I love it so much. Uh, thank you for letting us interview you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess we'll be giving you a call. Yes, we soon. will. Yes, we will. I thought it was a very good interview. Don't yes, you like it? I do. I agree. That was a wonderful wow. interview. All right, Todd, my man. We'll be in touch with you very soon. Thank you so much, Thank you for your time, Lynn. I'll be waiting right, in my mom's Todd. room. Uh, we should get to our next mm-hmm. uh, applicant here. Mm-hmm. We really should. Our finalist. I kind of want to hear more of other people besides Todd. So I guess, like, after that, like, I just, you know, I bailed or whatever i left left my mom's home mm. sad with my guitar in the rain and i was like oh my god i i totally fucked that up and then my my wife texts me she's like you know you're okay but you know so i get a call i get a call uh, i'm sorry just if anything you should have uh any song you should have redone just cocainous <laughs> just work the anus in it cocainous. yeah just some kind of anus with the bass ass no, no, and, see, and that's, no. It would have gold. No, no. Gold. No. Cocainus. I mean, yeah. Cocainus is a great song. Somebody hit me up on Twitter the other day. It's like, I'm singing Cocainus in my head. Why did you do this to me, Tommy? Nice. Cocainus is a great song. Yeah. You know, not probably not for his show. I don't think he's a, 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 a drug user. A person who sniffs cocaine out of someone's anus? You don't think so? I, d- I don't think so. I don't think he does well, blowy, blow darts. You can never judge a person. You know? Yeah. 
You know? I mean, it's something on this show. Okay, we can talk about cocaine yeah. all day. I'm sure mm-hmm. Jeff has done tons of cocaine. Mm, absolutely. Well, I'm more of the, I do a more Stevie Nicks style where I have people blow it into my asshole. But oh, okay, so you're you're a receiver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the way to do butt chug and cocaine. Is that's how we're living? So dirty pop, they're they're living too good. So I get a call from the producer who is the guy who is Lance's co-host on there um, on New Year's Eve. And uh, he calls me up, and I'm thinking, oh, I, I see his number come up. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. And I, I was just sitting there taking a nap with my wife, you know, before. Taking a disco nap before going out on New Year's Eve. And I get the call, and he's like, hey, it's, you know, it's Drew from Dirty Pop. And he was like, cool, because the guy was a really nice guy. And then uh, he's like, oh, I got some bad news. And I was like, oh. oh. <sighs> and the funny thing was, they picked a guy who was like, I guess oh. my friends who would listen, the guy who was like a total, was like a total kind of jock guy who was like clearly was like, I don't watch reality TV show. I like Sons of Anarchy. And he was like, but the guy was kind of big personality. Whereas me, I was being defensive the mm. whole time. The guy was just kind of big and loud. And the guy, the guy got the gig. Wow. And I was thinking, I was just trying to sell it on experience. And I was just trying to lay in the cut and be like, I know how to write. I'll show up for you every day. I'm going to write a goofy song for you. And that, you know, I was, I was playing it too safe. Yeah. Well, you gotta, you gotta think of it. It's like American Idol. You don't want to go to American Idol and be like, look, I have all these CDs. You know, I used to yeah. be a backup singer. No one wants to hear your experience on American Idol. You got to wow them. You got to William sad. hung them. No, but see. You know, I, she banged them. Yeah. No, but see, I was thinking that in the end, the producer guy's going to be like, I got to work with this guy every day. I don't mm. want like the big loud jock guy. I want some guy that's just going to show up and he's going to pound out writing every day and, and, and do it for the show. So The producer uh, didn't say he was going to make the decision. He said Lance was going to make the yes. decision. So well, this was ha- personal. Well, well, you know, I guess they had that whole crew that works on the show vote. Oh, okay. so I think the producer really liked me, but then I didn't really wow anybody else besides the producer. Mm. Who was like, he likes Tim Conway, you know, that kind of thing. So that was the end of that. So I like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast. What do you think, Jeff Harmatz? Uh, happy to be here. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank Buck Perez, and thank you for the guys over at Dirty Pop with Lance Bass for uh, giving me the shot there. You gotta have a shtick, you know. yourself in the living room your pipe and slippers set out for you I know you think that it ain't too far but I I hear a call of a lifetime ring felt the need to get up for it oh you cut out the middle man can be from the middle man you got no time for the messenger got no regard for the thing that you don't understand you got no fear of the underdog That's why you will not survive I wanna forget how convention fits But can I get out from under it? Can I cut it out of me?